Hello everybody, I'm Sean and welcome back to the Croc Time Podcast, delivering weekly updates on markets and geopolitics, providing you with valuable insights and unique perspectives on events and trends shaping the world. Today's episode will cover Trinidad and Tobago, one of the most unusual Caribbean nations. As tensions between Venezuela and Guyana heat up, Trinidad is trying to maintain a delicate balance between two of its neighbors. We will look at the country, the wider regional geopolitics, and analyze its delicate balancing act. Ready? Great. So let's cut to the chase. The island nation of Trinidad and Tobago is one of the largest island nations in the entire Caribbean. Unlike most Caribbean nations and territories which rely heavily on tourism, Trinidad's economy is mostly industrial with a strong emphasis on petroleum and petrochemicals. It does have some tourism, especially on the island of Tobago, and does produce some agricultural products such as citrus, cocoa and sugarcane, but most of its wealth comes from oil and gas. Because of this industry, it is considered a high-income country by the World Bank, and it was removed from the list of developing countries by the OECD in 2011. Trinidad is famous for its great ethnic diversity, which is very common throughout the region. A third of its population is ethnically Indian, another third is ethnically African, and the rest is mixed. Even though the majority of its population is Christian, a good chunk are Hindu and Muslims. Let's now deep dive into the country's economy and security. The country is extremely dependent on fossil fuel exports, which has led to great economic volatility throughout the years due to the changing prices of the underlying commodities. The country remains the largest oil and gas producer in the Caribbean and exports it internationally, mainly to the US, Spain and China. In the 1990s, Trinidad moved from an oil-dominant to a mostly natural gas-based economy. Today, it houses one of the largest gas processing facilities in the entire Western Hemisphere. The country also houses many ammonia and methanol plants, making it one of the world's largest exporters of ammonia and methanol. The sector accounts for 27% of government revenue and over 80% of its export earnings. While the country has enjoyed great success from oil and gas for many years, the country now finds itself at a turning point. Its security situation has fallen dramatically as its economic prospects deteriorate. Security-wise, in recent decades, Trinidad has suffered from a relatively high crime rate as it is part of the illegal drug trafficking routes from South America to the Caribbean and North America. The murder rate of the country in 2022 stood at 39 for each 100,000 people, over five times the rate of the US. The high presence of firearms in Trinidad is greatly concerning. In fact, Illegal arms trafficking from the U.S. is destabilizing the wider region, including Trinidad, and leading to even more instability in Haiti, which is spilling over to the rest of the region. Economically speaking, the situation is also not as bright as it seems. 
Trinidad has failed to diversify its economy away from fossil fuels and its oil and gas production continues to fall. This is happening in a context of Latin American fossil fuel resurgence. In fact, Latin America's fossil fuel prospects continue to improve year after year with a massive boom in oil and gas. Venezuela and Colombia, which had led South America's fossil fuel industry for decades, have now taken a backseat because of mismanagement in the case of Colombia and sanctions and economic collapse for Venezuela. Even though both of these countries have seen big setbacks, many more are emerging to the front stage, and these include Guyana, Suriname, Brazil, and Argentina. Guyana's new emergence into a leading South American oil and gas producer has been incredible and is bringing excellent economic results to one of the poorest countries in the region. Brazil's pre-salt oil flats look extremely promising and the country will surely become one of the top five world oil producers in the next few years. Argentina's Vaca Muerta shale patch will also help alleviate Argentina's chronic energy shortages and finally provide some energy security. Recent explorations in Suriname are also increasing the likelihood that the country will benefit from offshore oil and gas. However, energy and fossil fuels are almost always accompanied by geopolitics. In the southern Caribbean region, energy geopolitics between the main players, namely Trinidad, Venezuela and Guyana, is in full display. And no country is finding it harder to balance the region's complex relationships than Trinidad and Tobago. The country finds itself in a sensitive and tricky spot. On one hand, Venezuela and Guyana's growing tensions over the Essequibo region continue to grow. On the other hand, Trinidad's economic interests and Venezuela's immense fossil fuel riches have led to important gas ventures, most notably the Dragon Gas Project. Let's delve a bit deeper and try to understand the linkages between these two challenges by starting with the Essequibo region controversy. Guyana's Essequibo region, which concerns around two-thirds of the entire country, is claimed by Venezuela but administered by Guyana. Venezuela continues to take provocative steps to assert its claims. In recent weeks, it has also stated that it will hold a national referendum on how to pursue this region. The claims go back decades, but the discovery of Guyana's rich offshore oil and gas fields has also certainly given Venezuela more reasons to claim sovereignty. The wider region is concerned, and this includes the Caribbean community, called CARICOM, to which both Guyana and Trinidad belong. CARICOM has taken a strong position supporting Guyana's territorial integrity. Trinidad and Tobago's Prime Minister, Dr. Keith Rowley, who was a volcanologist by profession, has repeatedly aligned himself firmly with CARICOM's position. At a press conference on October 26, 2023, he said that we have a CARICOM position on Venezuela, and I think that is where Trinidad and Tobago is. However, while defending Guyana's sovereignty, Trinidad's economic interests make the relationship with Venezuela and Guyana even more complex. 
Trinidad's hydrocarbon production has been declining for years and the country is looking to both diversify its economy away from oil and gas but also boost its fossil fuel industry given its importance. Its natural gas production peaked in 2010 at 4.3 billion cubic feet a day but has fallen to just 2.57 billion cubic feet a day in recent months. To improve its economy, Trinidad and Venezuela signed the Dragon Gas Project to develop a rich oil and gas deposit in the Caribbean. The deal involved Trinidad's national gas company, Shell, and Venezuelan state-owned oil company, PDVSA. However, the project has failed to take off as planned because of the extreme sanctions regime on Venezuela by the US during the Trump administration. With the easing of Venezuelan sanctions in October of 2023, negotiations for the project have restarted and the project's optimism is mounting. Venezuela has hinted in recent weeks that it is nearing a decision to approve a license for Shell and the National Gas Company of Trinidad for the Dragon project. The main concern now is whether this project, very important for Trinidad's future, will be complicated by the region's wider geopolitics. Will Trinidad's support of Guyana's sovereignty lead to issues in the Dragon Gas project? Given Venezuela's growing assertiveness for the Essequibo region, it is very likely that conflicts of interest could arise. Venezuela's government has demonstrated great resilience to US sanctions throughout the years, even though the country experienced an economic meltdown and a massive migration wave. Given the easing of sanctions, Venezuela could feel emboldened and take advantage of the situation with Guyana. Trinidad finds itself in a tough spot. It needs the Dragon Gas Project to proceed to boost its ailing hydrocarbon sector. But as one of the biggest countries in CARICOM, it also has a duty to support the sovereignty of all of its members, including Guyana. The Dragon Gas Project is just peanuts for Venezuela, so they know they hold leverage in the situation. A potential invasion of Guyana from Venezuela, while still very unlikely, would precipitate the entire situation. But given the years in the making, we should still be patient. Dr. Rowley is attempting to guide a complex geopolitical landscape by abiding to his core principles. But Trinidad's proximity to Venezuela puts the country on the spot, as potential tensions may arise from economic and political issues mixing together. Its foreign policy so far has been able to navigate the situation. But how long will this last for? Only time will tell how Trinidad will be able to delicately balance the challenging situation. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Croc Time. Please leave a review and follow me wherever you get your podcast, and I'll be back next time with more insightful research.